Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Oh, it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Winter is coming. Toss a coin to your witcher. And they mostly come at night. Mostly. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. Geeks out on Joy 94.9. Oh, Berlin. And we're back here on Joy 94.9, uh, starting our review of Naomi. Uh, from the creative minds of Ava Devoni and Jill Blankenship, here's a quick trailer. Tonight's the best night of our lives. Can you feel it? I can feel it. Guys, check this out. Naomi runs the number three Superman fan site in the world. Brazil site is number one, but I'm coming for them. <laughs> For someone so fly, you're sure into some nerdy stuff. Dude can shoot laser beams from his freaking eyes. But the best part? He's adopted. Just like me. What's going on? Something to do with Superman. Ow! The bad guy throws Superman onto a car. He had a cape and everything. And then, Superman knocks him out cold. So Superman grabs him and then flies off. You've never been one to just faint. I'm fine. He just came out of nowhere. He was fighting someone? It looks so real. Tell me. Can you believe it? I missed it. All I heard was buzzing. There's something bigger going on here. Maybe it was just a prank gone wrong. That's what I want to find out. Fine. But we're going to need help. Who could have pulled off a stunt like this? Why did they do it? How did they do it? Can you just give us some answers? I can't give you answers when you're not asking the right question. We have to keep searching and asking questions. I'm guessing for that Superman website of yours. You know what I find interesting? Out of all the comic book characters in the world... You chose Superman. What is the question, Naomi? The question is... Who am I? For those who didn't catch that, uh, Naomi is about a cool, confident 
confident comic book loving teenager as she pursues her hidden destiny when a supernatural event shakes her small town of Port Oswego. Uh, Naomi sets out to uncover its origins with a little help from her fiercely loyal best friend, Annabelle. After an encounter with Zambado, uh, the mysterious owner of a used car lot, uh, leaves her shaken. Naomi turns to tattoo shop owner D who becomes her reluctant mentor. These events set her on the path to unravel the mystery of who she is, where she's from, and just how Superman is involved. Now, we've only watched the first two episodes of this show, as that's the only ones that are around. But, Tamsin, are you enjoying those first two episodes so far? I I am. I find it very interesting, like, everything... um... Like, I was, you know, as we do, we do a bit of research on this and, I, you know, knew it came from a comic book and knew, but then it was all posted as a drama. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's a drama sci-fi kind of, and it the, it seems like it's trying to find its feet on where it wants to fit, whether it's for the adults or whether it's for the kids. And that's, and it's a little bit Alice in Wonderland, not, not as entertaining as Alice in Wonderland, but that, who, that whole what's actually happening, who, who, you know, as, as we know, she's asking questions of who she is and what's happening. Mm. Um, which I enjoy and it keeps you hooked in there. But for me at the moment, there's too many different characters trying to get involved. <laughs> and I'm a bit like, uh, come on, there just needs to be like, you know, three teenage kids hanging out, not six as I keep seeing. <laughs> I will admit, yeah, it does the the casting does feel a little crowded here. Well, uh, Casey Walthall uh, does a fantastic job of as Naomi. The rest of the cast feels a little tacked on. It feels like there's a little too much going on here narratively. Episode two uh, brought in a plot line involving her parents, which I feel because it's not as strong as what's going on on the with the main A plot kind of got lost in the background but at the same time we're trying to figure out what's going on with Zumbado and what D's whole deal is and it just narratively feels a little bit like a mess but it's not necessarily a bad mess you know no you can you can see they're trying to hook you in and see what's going to hook you and what at least as you said the mysteries to unravel and like every person has a kind of secret at the moment and they're trying to you know work out what's happening but yeah I did find because we weren't really introduced to the father much in the first episode when that whole plot line started in the second one I'm like oh that's her father Mm, mm. (laughs) okay that makes sense why we're doing all this (laughs) parents are definitely stronger characters in the comic I will give them that I do hope uh the their actors are given a little more to to work with in coming episodes uh because they do feel a little stunted um like we, we see her mom doing like typical mom things but it's just like Oh, you're literally just there to be the cool mom, aren't you? This is not some weird kind of act you're putting on. We're just, you're literally just there to act like the cool mom. Okay. It did. I was worried at one point they were going to turn out to be robots that plugged themselves in at night or something because it was very, Mm. very, you know, you are this kind of a parent straight away. And I was like, oh, no, okay. It's just they haven't extended the context of their characters yet. It's definitely it's definitely taking its time, I think. And, again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes these CW shows do need a little while to to pick up. Um, 
I remember Flash taking half a season, for example. Um, oh, but Arrow. Arrow. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Arrow. I'm sure Arrow took two seasons. Arrow took three. <laughs> Arrow took three. For me, anyway, <laughs> Arrow took three seasons to get good. Uh, and then I think it was only good for like one season. Um, that's another matter entirely. Uh, but oh, I, I do find it interesting to see what they're doing with Superman in this plot line. Um, for mild spoilers, mild spoilers. Um, Superman does show up. He does just like in the comic, he does show up. He does do a thing. But unlike in the comics, Superman is not supposed to exist in this world and that's supposed to play in to the rest of the plot line. But it feels, it feels a little confusing because so far we've had all these mm. CW shows sharing this one universe together. And now Naomi comes along and they show us a Superman who looks very much like they're coming from Superman and Lois. But we're told that Superman's yes. just a comic here, unlike in the source materials. So it's, I look forward to seeing what they do there. And I'm hoping they're not setting us all for it being like, like a really dud disappointment kind of plot twist. I hope they actually do something really decent here. Um, yes. But yeah, it does. It, it, you know, there's a couple of weird things happening and I'm like, really, come on, just, just let's get, let's get it sorted. Like the, the, the comic it's based off has a really nice kind of, it slots in, very, very neatly into um, the DC uh, comic universe with, like, it's, it's very much a kind of small town Americana, these kinds of things don't happen here story where okay. one day Superman just shows up out of nowhere and he's beating the heck out of uh, Mongol and then everyone's like, <laughs> oh, that doesn't happen here. And Naomi sets out to find out what's going on. But here it's, I understand that may not be as entertaining for viewers uh, from of the CW sh- uh, shows. So they've obviously had to change that up because some things do not translate mm-hmm. well from page to screen. Um, but it's it's just, it's all a little confusing, a little jumbled. Yeah. And I think, you know, even even some of the roma- romance plot is a bit jumbled and confusing. Yeah, yeah. And the, I mean, um, there's like yeah. what, five different boys vying for her attention. <laughs> and and then there's the, and there's one there's one girl, Lourdes, who... <laughs> works in the comic shop, but her age is not made explicitly clear. And I think if you're doing a show about teenagers, everybody's age needs to be made explicitly clear. Um, mm, Lourdes' age is very uh, ambiguous. She yep. like We've seen that the teenagers drive and Lourdes drives but she drives a much nicer car than everybody else. And she <laughs> she has a job unlike everybody else. And and, and she doesn't a, seem to go to school. So she doesn't seem know. to go to school. But she's making a lot of flirty comments towards this very obvious teenager. And it makes me feel a little like, am I seeing a predatory lesbian uh, tale put on screen? I would hope not. But, <laughs> I hope not too. You know, it's 2022, yeah. but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, who knows? Let's hope not. Yeah, Let's yeah. Hope not. Um, uh, is there anything else? Like, yeah, I, yeah. It's it's interesting the difference between you know. So the comic came out in 2019. Is that what I understand? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, and you because something so new like that, the way they've made your disparate sort of 
you know, changes. I always find that interesting in these comic books, how they've been, mm. you, they're so close to the same release, you know, why not follow the same pattern? So I, that I, I'm really hanging out to find out why. I, I think it may, like, we, it's, it's very good to see uh, some more black representation uh, mm, on true. screen, uh, especially if they're potentially queer. We have breath, hold your breath about where that goes. Um, but, <laughs> Um, it is, you know, uh, Naomi was created by a white creator. So perhaps, uh, Ava is, Ava Devoni is, um, doing her own thing here as a way to kind of make, uh, put a more black, uh, kind of perspective on this. Yeah, that could material. be, that could be very point. Yeah. Mm. To yeah. make it, and to make it more about Naomi, not about mm. Superman. Mm. Exactly. Um, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see. This is early days for this franchise. All right, Tamsin, final thoughts. What is? What do you think about Naomi? I'm really enjoying it. I want to see where it goes because, a, you know, where Superman's being understood and where they're going with these queer characters, I really want to, I hope they actually bring it to forefront and make it more solid. So excited and we'll watch weekly. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, definitely on the, the kind of maybe let it catch up a few episodes and then binge a couple at a time. But I definitely will be trying to keep up with this one as well as it's, it hasn't got me hooked, but it's got me intrigued. I, mm. I, I want to see where this goes, uh, and <laughs> just hope and pray to Lady Gaga above that it, this whole thing works out. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.